Hey, what's up, beautiful Bellcast listeners? Welcome to another episode. I am Gio. And I am Bart. And it's so nice to be doing this, not in the morning. <laughs> I know, because usually we do it at 4 a.m., as we've said, literally a thousand times. And I think we just say it because we're venting over and over and yeah, over again. Sorry, guys. But for it to just be a normal time of day. Yes. It's awesome. Yes. And uh, don't be surprised if Tyka randomly runs into the room. And that's the exact reason why. We're prepping uh, you right now. We do it in the morning. <laughs> um, but I want to continue my event fest. Mm -hmm. And I want to say how I am absolutely addicted to TikTok. And I hate this because I'm a 37-year-old woman. And I used to talk so much shit about TikTok. And I was like, oh, it's a little for the little kids, TikTok. Eh. And now here I am spilling my guts on the table and going like, <laughs> I'm vulnerable. And I really love this thing. And they're going to get rid of it. And Why do you like TikTok so much? So what I really like about TikTok is that I get to interact with um, different creators that I would never, ever have in my feed anywhere else. I wouldn't I wouldn't see any of that on YouTube because everything is so filtered already. It's, so it's like based on your patterns of things that you normally look at. This is what we what we what we recommend. And yes, TikTok has an element of that. Um but the the for you page or whatever, like I just see so many random things and I love it. I love it. I, I was learning about um, like different idioms. I was learning about uh, what else did I learn about? Oh, my God, there's so much. What did we learn about with that guy that he uh, economics? Like we were learning about what about the economics? Um, so it was about the trade, the trade war, the trade war that's happening right now with China. And they were talking about how like. You know, we're looking at it one way when in reality we should be viewing it another way. So right now, uh, the U.S. and China have different things that make them good, right? So, for example, U.S. has a financial backing and like the the banks and all that system to help it make and produce different types of things, right? Yeah, but he calls it a comparative advantage. A comparative advantage. Yeah. Okay, so now the comparative advantage for China is that they can have the labor force. Low low wage, cheap labor, and then the U.S. is the financial services. We're able to grant loans. We have that infrastructure. Yeah, okay, so that's based, so just stuff like that that I'm interacting with that I would never even go out of my way to look at. The funny thing about those things is after I watch it, I feel so smart, right? After that minute, I'm like, hmm. I'm so smart. And then someone goes, what did you just watch? And I'm like, something about econ. And then they're like, what is it? I'm like, I forgot. <laughs> but I mean, just getting exposed to it is what I really like. So that's one element that I like to uh, about TikTok, right? Because now Instagram did this whole fuckery of things where you're scrolling and it's no longer in sequential order or in order that thing that the creators uploaded it on, right? So if I upload something now, you, if you follow me, you'll see it maybe eight hours later. Like, it's the craziest algorithm. I don't understand. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, which leads me to say, if you do follow mm -hmm. us, please turn on your notifications. So at least you'll get the real time thing. So if yes. we're like, hey, we're at June B now, you'll <clears throat> be able to go there immediately instead of going, oh, cool. They're at yeah. Barbell or June B. And then it's we're three not there. days yeah. ago. What the hell? It's the worst. Because I'll literally get brand new things on my feed, which means I should probably turn on my notifications on the people I follow. But it'll be like, oh, cool. They did what? Happy birthday. And I'm like, oh, three days ago. God damn it. Yeah. So, yeah, turn on the notification. That's a good one. But even if when you go to the Instagram explore section of things, that's supposed to kind of mimic what TikTok does on the For You page. But even then, it's like I don't have to interact with it. I can just scroll and I'm already judging the book by its cover. You know what I mean? Whereas with with uh, TikTok, it forces you to interact with it. And now at that moment, like if it captivated you within the first point, I don't know, one second, then you decide to stay. But if not, you can keep scrolling. But at least I've interacted with it already. So that's what I like about it. And I also just like that the creators on it are, they just appear to be a little bit more free. Like it's that's like, this part. is what I want to do. And I'm just putting it out to the world. And this is just all art or this is all laughs. This is all educational. So it's really cool. And I don't feel like it's so rigid. I have mixed feelings about TikTok. So the part of me that likes it is that um, it reminds me of early YouTube where people yes. are just trying to connect with others. So even when someone is like covering their favorite Stevie Wonder song, it's not like, look at how good my freaking skill is and how good I'm good at mastering music and look at my sound production and my cool clothes. It was literally like Stevie Wonder is my childhood favorite musician. Here's a song that I like. Here's my version of it. 
please tell me if you like it. Yeah. And then they they perform it, you know, and there's, there's a different type of intention to the art. So it's like anyone else out there like Stevie Wonder? And that's how you connect with people. Right. And so that's what I really love about TikTok. That's what it reminds me of where people are just like, hey, anyone out there like me? Regardless of whatever their intention is, if it, if they're painting a painting or they're trying to show like how their mom is or whatever. The other part I don't like about it and has no, literally nothing to do with me. It's just I feel like I have as a modern day content creator influencer, I already have so many platforms I'm supposed to be on. How can I make content for something else? You know, like back in the day, it was like, oh, you want to start a business? And I'm talking about back in the day, like maybe 30 years ago. Oh, you want to start a business? Uh, make sure you get some business cards. And uh, that's it. Maybe some flyers. Maybe a fax machine. You know, these days it's like, well, you got to to connect with professional people. Make sure you have your LinkedIn. And then all the kids are on TikTok. So you want the demographic, you got to get TikTok. But people really like the polished pictures on Instagram. So you got to make sure you get Instagram. And people really want to know the long form story of your brand. So make sure you also get on YouTube. And there's literally like a whole list of things that you must do. And then you feel like if you're not doing them, you're already doing a bad job. And it's just like, holy crap so before where it's like i'm gonna come out with my new orange juice and you could just make content about it one more time and go right back to what you love doing which is making creating orange juice now you have to create content for that orange juice on all these platforms so regardless if you're a content creator or not you have to love content creation and that's the part that i'm like (sighs) yeah i mean i guess you can view it that way and i have i do follow um pretty up there influencers and like in terms of like the ig space like they have like close to five million followers and even for them they're like i don't know how i can keep up with this like i know i should be on tiktok but i just can't find the time to do it because i'm already posting stories i post what are the long form stories on Instagram? uh igtv yeah i post on igtv i have like a thing there i have my youtube videos that i still upload twice a week this is them saying this and they're like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to add another one to the mix. And I'm just like, I get it. Yeah. And that's just IG. You got Twitter still. You still got yeah. Snapchat. I think for me, oh. I, I'm also viewing it differently because for me, I see TikTok as like something that's brand new. That isn't not tarnished. That's the wrong word. But that isn't work. You know, even though it's going to probably eventually turn into that right now, I'm not posting on a regular schedule. I I literally post whatever the fuck I want right now. I've just been, I think I have less than 10 videos up there, but I've just been posting stuff like the couples things, you know, like put a finger down if, you know, or the music ones. Like if you know this, like, is it a flopper or is it a, is it a banger? You know, you know how I feel about it. Um, do you know the type of martial art that Khabib trains in his mm-hmm. main form? The bear wrestling one. Um, that's the fun way of putting it, but there's an actual term for it. Mm. So he trains in this thing called Sambo. Sambo is a Russian judo wrestling kickboxing style, and uh, it's very unique to them. So the way that I view TikTok, and I think that's the part that I have mixed feelings on, and it's kind of unfortunate, but it's also the reality of it is, um, you know, if you're an MMA fighter, right, and you've been training 10 years jujitsu, 10 years Muay Thai, maybe 10 years boxing, And you're like, cool, I think I have a good grasp of how MMA is supposed to be. And I feel like I'm getting good at this competition. And um, this is my career now. And as a hobby, you watch Sambo. Oh, cool. On the other side of the world, Russians are doing this. Damn, that's pretty sick. That's really dope. And then you see this motherfucker Khabib slowly do the Russian championships, do this championship, do this championship. And you just see this go all the way closer and closer to your doorstep and you're like fuck i can see that one day sambo's gonna take if off. i don't do sambo I'm, I'm gonna get my ass beat and that's literally how i feel about tiktok where right now because it is the wild wild west is brand new people are making content that are still connecting and not so branded like one of the more established platforms i'm on instagram and on youtube the more established ones but i'm seeing tiktok coming closer and closer and closer and i'm like and i like a lot of the creators on tiktok and i'm like fuck one of these days these guys are gonna come and they're just gonna straight beat my ass yeah that's why i'm sad and then that's why i'm also like well what 
why not evolve then? Why not get with the times? That's the hard part. You know, like ask all the MMA fighters, why don't you just drop the 20 years of jiu-jitsu training just, you have and start out a white belt at Sambo? And they're like, well, I've been so good at this already. Well, I think that's just what it is to be good though, right? Like you should be nimble. You should be flexible. You should be willing to pivot and stuff. Yes, it's hard, but it's not impossible. It's not impossible, but I also like to see my family every once in a while. Yeah, and you also have to see things that aren't serving you, right? So... I guess looking at what's on your plate, what's really going to serve you right now? And where is the trend headed and stuff? But that's so right now, what's serving me is my my version of BJJ and boxing, which is Instagram and YouTube. Right. But if I, if I open the door, this TikTok guy's going to come in to straight beat my ass. I don't know. Just depends if you want to be a little bitch or not. I'm just kidding. I mean, I'd rather not be a little bitch, but I also want to see my family. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. I know. It's hard. I, I guess. Because I can't I, do everything, but I feel like all my time would be literally gone, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess I didn't mean to take it to a dark place that you just took it to. Because <laughs> damn, I brought it in as like, this is a fun space. <laughs> I just brought it in like, this is some fun shit that I'm just in, indulging in. Like, it I, is really, fun, I really it's like it. Fun. Like, I don't even, I'm not even on Instagram as much anymore, you know, because yeah. I'm just like learning and like interact, not really even interacting, but I'm just like so entertained. Yeah, it's, 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 it's awesome. It's very refreshing to see people make content. So the problem with established platforms too is you see who's made it, right? And you're like, oh, that's who they are. So almost as soon as the first Casey Neistat YouTuber came out, Everyone else, it's like, I want to be like that. So you see kind of like 10 replicas of the original. And so on Instagram and YouTube, there's not that much originality. And not to not even like toot our own horn or anything, but like back in, in the early days of the powerlifting space, there was no branded powerlifting and fitness, you know? And then when we came on board, Barnum Brigade came on board, literally like over the next five years, I've seen an extreme... uh transformation of branded YouTube fitness content, branded gyms. Almost every athlete has to have their own gym now, which is awesome because I know a lot of people that lift, that's always been their own dream of theirs. So kudos to them. Um, but it almost, you almost see like, wait, everyone is just a kind of a different version of Barbell Brigade, you know? But TikTok, because it's brand new, literally all the content, like, you know, when you're showing me yesterday, like, look how funny this is. One person was talking about the economic trade wars between China and U.S. You swipe and there's a girl going, this is a banana. You know, it's like literally everyone is just putting their heart out right now. And there hasn't been that phase, at least that I've seen, where it's the replicas of them yet. And there that's, is, why, and that's it's why it's happening. so refreshing to me. It's definitely happening. But because TikTok is still such a wild, wild west and it's so infant compared to all the other compared to all the other platforms that have gone through so many transitions and, and facelifts and rebranding and stuff that we don't it's it's just not polished you know like you do have tiktokers that are like 58 60 million deep in followers and of course you have those replicas so a lot of this oh, stuff will be replicated but because again it's not super polished you know but it's just funny to me all the shit that i was talking i love when this happens to me by the way like i i love when i i like giving my strongest opinion on something and then just having it blow up in my face. I think that's fucking hilarious. So the fact that I was knocking TikTok so hard and it and it always comes from a place of like, I know this shit's going to do good. Watch. It's going to like, I'm going to have to eat my own words. And I think it's hilarious. So on purpose, I like lay it on extra thick where I'm like, fucking TikTokers. But now look at me. I love I know. it. I'm such a fucking funny guy. But now the crazy thing is, is what Trump's trying to ban it. Yeah. What's funny to me or why not? It's not funny, but what's ironic to me is. So China is trying, I mean, Trump is trying to ban this Chinese app, but IG busted a Chinese by making reels. Like reels looks exactly like TikTok. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe you should ban both of them because they both Chinese in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's more of like a, a legal thing, you know, where um, we have more say over how things are are ran, like what happens to our information when we when we work with these particular apps and out, app, app builders, whereas with China, because it is a communist party, like the government can seize and look at whatever the hell they want to look at. So I think that's where, if there's if that's the true story, because we never know, but- That is a true story though. But if that's what's happening, then yeah, then, then mean, that, they can just grab our information and just, you know. Yeah, black. like all of our friends have done 
business in China, I go like, what is it like doing business in another country? And they always tell me, imagine doing business in another planet. That's, that's how, how that's how different it is. So over there, because uh, the government and business are like this, they can literally go, um, you know what? I think uh, guys wearing earrings is too provocative. Overnight, every single TV show, movie, oh, everything, right. there's no earrings. I heard of that. Those things are gone. All imported movies that came over. If freaking Ned Stark was wearing an earring, guess what? That's getting re-edited. Overnight, they make things happen. Which is really cool when it comes to government wanting to instill new policy or if they want control. Um, and which is really also really cool getting like the whole country on the same page. But in terms of being a citizen and having your own rights and privacy, kiss that goodbye. So the people that we know that do business over there, they're like, that's just one thing that you have to worry about, you know? Cause yeah. like, let's say that you came out with these really cool pants and you're really proud of this new waistband technology. And over here, if someone goes, hey, those waistbands are too sexy. Well, guess what? You guys go to court, you fight it out, and then there's a precedence. And now these waistbands are either too sexy or these waistbands aren't too sexy. And there's a new pre and then there's a new law that everyone bases their lives around because we can see the entire court proceeding go down. Cool. That's fair. You know, over there, it's like, no, 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 too sexy. And then they're like, uh, I don't think so. Bang, bang, you die. Bang, bang, your brother die. Bang, bang, your mother die. Uh, you still think it's not sexy? And then you're like, I think it's, <laughs> I, I'm taking it all off. You know? Too and then, sexy, yeah. Yeah, and then every other, and then now they also go on the billboards. Okay, everybody, no more waistband because it's way too sexy, okay? And then everyone gets on the same page like that. So that's what's the crazy part. And because of that's how they do business, when they do build these apps and stuff, half of it is already built in that the information that they get has to go to the government. Ooh, so that Lord. that so that scare is real. You know? And we've been doing it for years now. Um, but before we continue that, let's pause real quick for our sponsor. Shout outs to our sponsor, Ancestry Health. Ooh. As a parent, worrying is in your job description and I can agree to that. But what are the right things to worry about? And Ancestry Help can help you cross a few things off your list when it comes to your family's inherited health risks. Mm -hmm. So what's really cool about this is you're able to take a test and it can help determine any of your predisposed I love that. Health factors just based off of your genetics. So, you know, like for me, someone who has had asthma and when I almost get bronchitis, almost every single time I catch a cold, I wish that's something that the doctor could have told me or um, I could have found out that, oh, I got that from my grandpa or mm -hmm. I got that from my mom. Mm -hmm. Instead of just it happening over and over again, me thinking that, oh, the next time I'm not going to have it. And the next time I have it and I already threw my inhaler away, you well, know, and I have to keep getting re-prescribed prescribe things. Yeah. Or just something that we don't consider when we're in a relationship, right? And the relationship's getting, uh, it's getting very serious and we're talking about marriage. And then once you're married, now you want to have kids, but now with doing this test, we were able to find that you have um, Alzheimer that runs in Alzheimer's that run that runs in your family. And that would have been cool because maybe if I had that in my family, I would have been like, oh, wait, I might not want to bring, you know, a kid into this world. So you're able to just have way more things to consider and be uh, I mean, we even do this when we have um, when when we're, when we got. We even do this when you got pregnant where they're able to get like a whole like spectrum of tests yes. to see anything that we have to watch out for with the yes. baby. So I think this just helps out in general, like me knowing what I'm prone to have, me knowing what Taika's prone to have, what you're prone to have. And then that way we can just take care of the whole family that much more better health wise. So find out about your DNA and what that says about your genetic risk with Ancestry Health. Go to the URL ancestry.com slash B-E-A-W to get your Ancestry health kit today. That's ancestry.com slash B-E-A-W and get to know what your health blueprints are. And we're back. Yeah, that's the crazy part because TikTok's been happening for a few years already, you know? So imagine the amount of information that they already have. And one other thing that I heard is the Chinese phone, Huawei, I think. Phone? Phone, yeah, uh -huh. like cell phone. Uh -huh. I heard it's hands down better than the iPhone. Like everything about it, how smooth it is, the the camera on it, everything, how how fast it works, it's hands down 
way better than the iPhone. The only problem that our government sees and why we don't import it is because of chip it with a bunch of shit. All the spyware that's probably and by probably for, for sure. sure in it. So now they're going to be able to like that. They don't even need a CIA. They literally have every one of these guys is a spy agent for them. You know, they'll know exactly how American consumer behavior is. So that's why we don't have it. But I think over there, Huawei sells more, way more phones. I'm not even sure. Huawei might even be the number one phone in the world now and pass iPhone up. I don't know. The only way we can spy on anyone is if you do that phone hack where you leave one of your Apple iPods in the room and then you you walk away and then you can hear it on your phone. But not too far because if you go too far. Yeah, if you, you go too far, then, yeah, you can't hear. Yes, yeah, so you got to stay pretty close. Yeah. So hopefully it's not a big room. Yeah. But we're catching up. We're definitely catching up. I know. What Us and our laws. What a crazy time to be alive, though, because I can't remember a time, and this could be my age, right? But I could be wrong. But I don't ever remember a time where the whole country was so into politics or so in on what's happening in the world. Uh -huh. Or it could be me, right? Like maybe this has been going on and everyone's been this way and I'm just late to the party, but I just feel like, and I understand why a lot of it has been happening. It's because, you know, COVID took place and then George Floyd happened. So there's a lot of attention and a lot of eyeballs in the government and in policies and stuff. So I understand that, but it, I just don't see it dying down, which I like. Yeah, like the, I think- But I don't know if it's an age thing. Yeah, because growing up, the people that were- passionate in politics that i've seen were usually older right like i would see my dad watch the news and watch politics from american and china and taiwan and then to me they're just talking about a bunch of mumbo jumbo that i don't care about oh like the the national rate went down so this means this happens to the loans and i'm like i don't give a fuck yeah and uh and as i got older and i started to understand like all the politics dictate my quality of life I'm like, I'm starting to understand and learn more about it. And then I also see the younger generation like really get into it too. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, did my age group, was my age group just this vacuum that just didn't really care? Because everyone in my age group that I talk to doesn't really seem to give a fuck as much as the people that are older than me and then the people that are younger than me. I feel like generation X and Y which is my brothers and sisters generation and then why which is us um we didn't really have a lot of shit going on when we were growing up maybe that's why like i don't remember them being into politics at all like i'd be surprised if they're into politics now yeah but i feel like my mom's time they were you know because there was still segregation going on like there was still like they're different probably things. protesting the vietnam war like that was yeah. a big thing back then yeah so i think we just had maybe like a good 40 years of just whatevs like awesomeness maybe i well, i don't know if it's awesome but it just whatevers because i like, remember who cares is yeah like i remember um the only thing that i was really like passionate about was and that and i voted for was obama becoming president because i think that to me was although i definitely didn't read into any of the policies like i don't think anyone does like really research and read like 30 pages of what 50 pages of what each candidate really wants to do the fact to see a black president in a country that is proud to be a melting pot to me was like just just on principle that seemed like that's awesome finally progress finally we're going to be what we say we are because we can't say we're the most diverse nation if we don't have a female president if we don't have a black president if we don't have a chance for every single other minority uh group to be the president you know mm -hmm. so for me i think i voted almost based off of principle rather than actual policy and that was the only thing that i remember all, me and all my friends were like dope there's gonna be a black president hell yeah you know yeah 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 it's just such a freaking interesting time that's all and it's even more interesting than i fucking like tiktok and i'm still just Every time I'm on it, I'm like, I can't believe I'm on this fucking app. I know. It's you and then your eight-year-old niece. going. <laughs> <laughs> they love TikTok. Like, little kids love fucking TikTok. The content that they watch is way different than the content that we watch. I though. don't know if I saw what they were watching. I saw what they're watching, and it's, like, 
the kids content that you see on YouTube where it's like boing, 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 boing. it's the same the same content. But really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're watching like some of the cultural stuff. Like there's that one um like granddaughter that likes to ask his her grandpa questions and do things. Or or Jasmine. Jasmine. Really Jasmine. Really Jasmine. Really? Like that one. Like those are those are what we, we watch. Um, I don't think like that cultural humor really matters to them. They just want to see like a slinky go doing, 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 doing. Or dancing. Or dancing. I think dancing yeah. is universal. I like the Jasmine one where the mom, she's like, I don't know if it was Jasmine, but she's like, hey, okay, so there's going to be 20 dicks on the wall. How many of them are you going to choke on? And she's like, what the hell? None of them. And then the little girl's like, oh, so you're a pro? That's funny. That is funny. I like those jokes. <laughs> They're so inappropriate. I fucking love them. And then there's another one. Oh my God, is this whole thing going to be on TikTok? But yeah, anyway, there's another one where a wife, she's always trying to stump her husband with different riddles. Oh yeah. And he's like basically unstumpable. Unstumpable. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Because I'm always like, I can get this shit and I never do. I'm like really stupid. The other crazy thing that I think that's happening during this time that I haven't really heard or seen of is just the amount of unrest and how many people <sighs> are willing to just move cross states yeah you know like that, I have, i'm one of those people like i haven't I really leave. i haven't heard of that um I, and i know also i live in california and that's the state that most people want to move to everyone's leaving but everyone is leaving mm -hmm. and that's insane like people are going to texas people are moving to colorado people are moving to idaho and they're just like people are just vegas people are just moving and they're tired of whatever it is that california is or has become and uh i haven't seen that that ever um i don't know where i saw this and it wasn't on tiktok but they were talking about them raising something i think it was possibly on august 1st they're either raising so they already raised it or the rent where they they can't evict you because of covid that might have worn off but the person recording it saying like this is crazy like everyone that doesn't live in california this new thing this new thing hits you know, at 12 a.m. on August. And then he started filming and just showing how dead this, the area was. And this is like in Hollywood or like, you know, those really congested areas. Yeah. Where a lot of actors and just people that want to make it go. And he was showing the streets and they're so bare. And you just see like different people with like boxes, just putting them in their car or like luggage and just bouncing like at midnight. Because they're just like, for whatever reason, they can't stay here anymore. You described a lot, but I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, I think it, it's that like some law or something went into effect where I'm, I'm basically backing up what you just said that everyone's leaving. So you know, there's a, there's a law that went I to think effect so. and then people have literally something like, like left that. Yeah. overnight. Yes. Whoa. Yes. Yes. And that's been what's really, really crazy. Um, that even like apartments, apartment complexes are putting a bunch of deals out cause they're like, that just doesn't happen because there's always a waiting list because that area is so popping. Yeah. Whereas now they're like, okay, we'll give you the first and the last month, you know, rent for free. Just come on in, move in. We have a lot of space. And people are like, nah, no thanks. That part makes me sad because, you know, I, follow, I also follow a bunch of uh, like finance stuff on Instagram. And because of where everyone, everything is happening right now, like all the finance Instagrams are saying the future and the world is for the taking for people that are cash rich. Oh man. So they're like, if you have cash in the next year, that's when you're gonna come in and just buy things up and own everything. That's, I mean, and it's sad, but that's that's kind of like economics, you know? Like if you yeah. have an economic bubble that bursted and then now things are dropping, people can't afford stuff. So houses become cheaper, commercial buildings become cheaper. And now there's also like the interest rates getting lower. So the amount of loans people can get is way more. Yeah. So if you're cash rich, usually you can borrow almost as much as you have. Right. So if you have like, I don't know, if you're super rich, million dollars. That's super rich for you. I don't know. You could borrow a million dollars. Now you got two million. You could probably buy up a lot of stuff over the next eight to 10 years. Things will always get better because it's human nature for us to progress and improve our own lives. Then whatever you bought for two million is probably going to turn into twenty million. You know, damn dog. And these cycles happen all the time. Damn dog. I even entertained the thought of going to 
and and you're gonna fucking flip your lid when you hear this shit. My lid? I don't even know. Where's my lid? The, the your dome. Oh you're shoot! You're gonna flip your lid. Um, is it gonna I'm, make a popping noise? I don't know. We'll wait. Everyone, listen, okay? I'm about to tell them. <laughs> Everyone listening? Okay. Yeah. I'm even down to move to Hawaii. Oh, <gasps> that's what your lid sounds like. Keep my lid on. <laughs> Why do you want to move to Hawaii? Well, because so I've been watching a lot of Moana. Thanks to Taika. So we, because Moana lives in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, we don't know that she lives in Hawaii. Make way. Make way. From Montanui or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know where that is. You know is. where Montanui is? No. Where is that? It's made, it's made up. up? Yeah. Okay. You looked it up? Yeah. Oh, you fucking guy. Okay. <laughs> you know so, me. I love to look stuff up. Fine. So I love like the Tongan and I love like the Samoan and I love just the, the Polynesian life and the yeah. philosophy and I, I, I just love the warrior spirit, but I also love, love like a super relaxed and chill and like respect and family. So like everything they talk about, like everything that I've seen, at least within the culture, that's why I'm like, I have a Polynesian tattoo. I absolutely love and Me respect too. good or the bad. Right. Yeah. So initially I didn't want to go anywhere. I, well, initially I didn't want to go to Hawaii specifically because that's like my getaway. Like it's it's close enough to where it's only like a five hour plane ride. But when you get there, you're in a completely different world. So, yes, it's part of the California states, but it, it doesn't not California state, the U.S. states. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you didn't even say anything. I know. It's part it of, sounded the, right. of the right. <laughs> it's one of those things, you know, it's wow. something someone it's says. A, it sounds wrong, but you get what they're saying. Like, you know, the evaporation precipitation. You know, like, oh, yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah, everyone got it. What <laughs> the fuck? That was funny. Yeah, but it's part of the U.S. states, right? But it just doesn't feel like it's part of the U.S. at all. It just feels like it's its own isolated country, and I love it. So because of that, I don't want to tarnish it by living there. And because they're islands, I just figured, oh, my God, I'm going to get bored. Like, I can't. I'm going to get cabin fever, or I'm just going to, like, feel like, what's the point of life? Everything's the exact same, you know? Like Groundhog Day. been snorkeling? And staring at the brightest coral you've ever seen, and well, then go. <sighs> well, that's what I'm afraid of because you're you live there now, so the like you don't have the time off that you purposely take off to go there, right? So you. But the ocean is ever changing, man. What the fuck are you Jamaican? Yeah. Why don't you just do pigeon? Anyway, so because of that, I, I'm just like I'm scared that it's gonna lose its mystique. You know, it's magic. It's oomph. You know, the actual term is mastiki ike akawa. Fine. You know what? Before you say some dumb shit, I'm going <laughs> to pause you here because I want to introduce our ex sponsor. All right. So I'm super excited to talk about our sponsor, Molecule. They are reimagining the future of clean air. Um, and for anyone that, you know, either suffers from allergies or has a new baby or has pets, that's all me. Yes, all you're you are a baby. Um all the current baby. purifiers that are on the market right now are actually not that sanitary really? because they use a filtration system that just catches all the the bad stuff, right? In the air and it just stays there. Hmm. So then over time if you're not cleaning it every single day or maybe even twice a day, all of that stuff builds up and they have a party in there and can you just imagine all the nasty crap that's around there that you're sleeping in or that's sitting right next to you? True. Molecule air purifiers destroy the widest range of pollutants compared to traditional air purifiers, including viruses, mm. bacteria, mold. Mold is a huge one that a lot of us sleep on, but honestly, mold, allergens, and chemicals in the air. Molecule air is designed for large rooms up to 600 square feet. So that's a pretty... uh that's a pretty big sized room. Um, and they they actually came up with their own formulation uh, of technology, or not formulation, but their own technology that zaps all these bad guys that no other purifier on the market has right now. Okay, and that technology is Molecule's core technology called PICO, which uh, stands for photoelectrochemical oxidation. And it actually destroys the harmful pollutants that I told you guys about. So you guys do yourself a favor, do your nose a favor, do your body a favor and just go with Molecule. And just, just not even talking about the technology and all that it does, if you just like pretty things. So if you want something to look aesthetically pleasing in your house, because I've seen the what's on the market and it's not that cute. Get Molecule because they are like, they're like leaps and bounds ahead in terms of technology and just design. So right now, you guys, we're going to hook you guys up with 10% off your first air purifier. 
Just visit molecule.com. That's M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com. And at checkout, enter Bail 10. Um, that's B-E-A-W 10. Okay, and we're back. But really, I am really considering How it now. serious are you? Like 30% serious. Oh, that's not serious at all. Well, I'm not serious about any of those because I just think of the move and I'm like, oh my God, what, why? Why would I do that? Why would I put this house on sale? Why would I leave my family? But yeah, when I'm in my vent fest. <clears throat> so you're not serious about moving anywhere at all? No, I'm not. But I want to. <laughs> what? I know. All right, all right. Welcome to the fucking geo female mind. Okay? Are any of them over 50%? Are no. Nevada, no. Texas, no. Hawaii, no. none of them over no. 50%? No. Idaho? No. What? Where the fuck did Idaho come from? Because you got one friend that lives there now. Idaho. Oh, okay, okay. I know who you're talking about. No. So none of them are 50%. No. Which one's the highest? Hawaii. And that's 30%. I take that back. It's probably Nevada. And I take that back too. It's probably Texas. And I took that back. Why is it? Which So which one is the highest? Nevada. And why is Nevada? Uh, what number is that at? Nevada is probably like at 40. That's pretty up there. Yeah, 40%. And, is, and I, let me guess why it's up there. Because it's still close enough to yeah, LA. exactly. Family. Yep. Um, it's only a four-hour drive. We can move drive. them out too. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what's keeping me here. I think it's just because I'm comfortable. Like, I grew up here. This is what I know. So because yeah. I know it, I'm just like, mm, I can make it work. But like, what if it all just sucks? Damn. These are all raw thoughts, by the way, you guys. <laughs> what do you mean, what if it all just sucks? What if it just all sucks everywhere like this, you know? Or what if it just really sucks here and I don't know because this is all I do know. And if I do go to Hawaii or whatever, I bet you people in Hawaii are like, don't fucking come here. Well, Leave our shit alone. Pete, I mean, I, I think respect it. Pete, there's always suck is always relative for it sure. Is. Right. Because like, obviously, we live in a first world country, so we don't have How to deal. Bad does it really we don't suck? have to deal with malaria. We have three meals a day. That's for sure. Right. But then when you go to your middle school and everyone bullies you and makes fun of you for um, that funny colored backpack, it hurts you and you can still develop anxiety and depression from it. I get that. And then the other argument is like, well, at least you have a backpack and you don't have to carry your little brother on your back. I get it. But <laughs> but, but, so, but sucks is relative, right? But um, for a lot of people, they do say that, I mean, like in, especially in the United States, you can clearly see across a border and there are very clear things that you want that you see that they have. And so I think those, like for example, if you're like income tax wise, some states just don't have state income tax. They have the federal one. And then so if you're in California and you're getting freaking jacked out the yin yang, you literally look across the border to like places like Nevada or like Texas and you're like, wait, how is, uh this guy's also software engineer? How come this guy's car is like way better than mine? And they're like, do you make the same? Like, oh, yeah, I make exactly the same. And then they're like, well, how did you get that? And I'm like, well, every year I get an extra $20,000 because I don't have to pay it. And you're like, son of a bitch. So there's those parts, you know? Those are the parts that I'm like, wait, why am I, why am I here right now? Do you want to live in Nevada like for what? a week? Test it out. Maybe see if you like it. I don't know if that's long enough. I think I would need it for like a month or three months. For me to really know because you know how they say like anytime you move into a new neighborhood it takes you about a minimum of i think 90 days for you to really get assimilated into that city and like travel far enough or need enough supplies or whatever to start going to different stores to really get the vibe yeah and the feel of what your neighborhood is like would you be down to try it out for a month see if your mom would live with us for a month mm, i like your little extreme ideas would I be willing to do it for a month? Because everything to me, back? everything to me is really doable. That's kind of scary because then when we fly back to film JK News, where do we? What happens? They we we fly everyone back? No, their mom stays there. No, that's scary. She'd be completely terrified to sleep on her own in Nevada with no one. She would not do that. We'll have someone there. Maybe we have we we'll bring someone with us over there. She would not be. She'd not do it. That's scary. I don't even know if I would do it without you or someone else that I know that can like protect me because, you know, I'm such a soft flower. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll figure it out. Like, let's say your mom's down to be there with the majority because the majority of the time she's going to be there. That's what she needs. Uh, why don't we just try it out? 
You guys, this is literally how our conversations happen. Like literally, this is what Bart will do. I present a problem. He brings an extreme, what I at least feel like is an extreme idea. And then you guys are witnessing it all go down. Like for real. Yeah. Why don't we just try it out for a month? Look at how little like everything, like he's just so no obstacles in the way type of guy. I, <laughs> I really don't see that many obstacles. Yeah. And I see so many because I just already, I already hear and feel people, and I'm like, oh god. Oh, because no, we'll think. I'll think about it. I'll think for about me, it. Everything is always like right over the mountain. I see that beautiful sun. Yeah. And then so I'm always like, you see the gold down there? Hey, can I ask you something? And then when you go there and you find out it's fool's gold, you're like, cool. I go back. It's oh, awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Can I ask you something really, really personal and that might be kind of hurtful? Really? Yeah. Why do you want to hurt me? No, I said it might be. I mean, that's just how personal this question is going to be. Like yeah. it can't, it's it's a sensitive question. Yeah. Do you, and I already feel like I know the answer. Honestly, okay. Don't care about anyone's feelings. Don't care about how it's going to be perceived. We'll explain later. Do you ever regret having Taika? No. Ever? Ever. 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 Nice. You never think like he gets in your way of anything? Oh, he gets in the way fucking like literally every single second of the but day. But you don't regret that? No. Like, so if you wanted to get up and go and travel and like try living out in a uh, Nevada for a month, you don't see it as like, damn, if we didn't have Taika, it would be easier? No. Why do you think I did ecstasy when I was 14? Can you fill me in on that? Yeah. Why? So I fucked up my life earlier. So I got all that shit out of my system. So now when I'm 36, I've literally done everything that you can think of. So I'm like... You've done everything I can think of. I can think of a lot of things. I've probably done it. Orgy. I mean, I did have like three laptops open while I was jacking off one time. Is that orgy? Did you really? No. So then did you even do a fake orgy? Well, the orgy doesn't even like, that doesn't even entice me really. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. I like how you threw in the really at the end. Well, it doesn't, I was thinking about it. It doesn't really entice me. And then I was like, and plus you said when we're like 50 or 60, I could probably do it. Because then you won't be jealous anymore. I'm like, I was with some 50 or 60. What do you mean I'm not going to be jealous anymore? I'm always going to be jealous. What the hell? <laughs> oh, so you could change the words wrong? What the fuck did it? Did we put this on paper? We put it on freaking podcast paper. You said Can that, you guys pull it up and you send that, that shit to me? Because I don't remember no, saying that. No, you said we're that. down to be an open relationship when it's when you no longer care about all your right, looks and all that there. stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I just wait till I'm 50. Nobody and then do it. Nobody and do have it. all kinds of orgies. Nobody do it. Somebody out there, go give it to me. <laughs> Find it. Okay. And I'm sure it doesn't exist. It exists multiple forms. Anyway, well, I'm happy you said that. Why? How do you feel? I never regret uh, having having psycho. And ever. what's the part that's gonna hurt my feelings? Oh, I thought I thought just me asking that. Oh, what? I feel like it's a sensitive question. So okay, so the part that I, I think you have to remember about me, and I told you this a million times. That already, you don't have a heart. No, you that, don't know understand feelings. No, no, that to me. Touch all, me again. That felt good. <laughs> to me, all questions are neutral. So when people. Chast yeah, listen, listen, off. listen. Fuck when someone off. when someone chastises Don't a question, ever, nobody ever is to that. me, to me. Nope, when not someone, even Bart. When when someone chastises a question, I think it's fucked up because you shouldn't be able to blame someone for not knowing something. Well, that's not it. You know I think I mean? it's. I think it's. You have to understand the person that you're asking, right? So I for, mean, that's for sure. For sure you do. But at the end of the day... So what are you talking about? That's what I'm talking about. At the end of the day, even if you understand, the person that's asking a question is trying to learn more about you. And why are you slapping them in the face for learning more about you? So even if I go, um, excuse me, how much do you weigh? Which is very sensitive for a lot of chicks. But to me, I think that's weird that that's a social norm where you're like, oh my God, how dare you fucking ask me? And it's like, well, I'm trying to buy you this dress. So I want to know if it fits you. you know um, I mean? Well, no, I mean, you don't have to ask how much somebody weighs to figure out a size dress. Or, uh, yeah. You just have to figure out what size of clothing you wear. You know what I mean? Even if you ask, like, excuse me, what size are you? People are like, oh my God, you have to ask that question for. Uh, I don't know about that. There's a lot of people that would. Okay, well, it depends on the relationship. But there are some topics when I do ask you, even though I'm trying to learn, where you assume where I'm headed with the question where you're just like, oh, you don't think I love you enough? Oh, you don't think of whatever? You know what I mean? So we already start. We, so it doesn't matter how. Though that's different. So that question, any question out of a genuine, genuine curiosity question, there's other ulterior motives. You're not trying to learn more about me, right? So rhetorical questions. Of course, I'm going to get mad at rhetorical questions. Well, yeah, because I'm not even seeking an answer. That's if what I'm talking rhetorical. about. But if it's a genuine, curious question, like how you just voiced, there's no way I would get mad. No, it's happened. And no, no, you don't get never, mad. Never, 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 and never. I never said mad. I said hurt. Never, 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 never. 
you've done it. So yeah, yeah. when people say that, don't worry, still, still just tread lightly. Everyone's different. We all have our own ego and security, all that stuff. Um, so that's why I just wanted to preface it with like, mm, it might hurt you. I don't know. No, for me, I fucking love Taika and um, I'm really happy that he was born because although he gets in the way of things, you know how there's priorities, right? So like, I think, I think you have like your long-term lifelong priorities, yeah, right? And then when you have those and you really look at it and you're, and you sit back in a calm state, you go, okay, this is what's important to me. Um, my family, my job, uh, my whatever, right? Those are those things. But when you're in the microsecond and your friend goes, hey, I got free tickets to go on a jet to go to Vegas. Are you down? And you're like, fuck yeah. And you're like, but it's on a Wednesday. Even if you hate, even if you love your job, you're like, God damn it, why the fuck is my job in the way of this thing? So in the microsecond, of course, there's plenty of times in the microsecond, I'm like, damn it, without Taika, I could have completed this. I could have done that. Or I could have done, you know, do so many things. Like, yeah. you know, like the last time we went to Hawaii, right? Like the, the part that I'm bitter about is that I wasn't able to go scuba diving, not towards him, not towards you, but just I'm like, I love scuba diving. I'm like, I wish I could have scuba dived. But I still don't, at the end of the day, I really don't give a fuck. Cause I'm in Hawaii with my son. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's more awesome than me seeing a bunch of lame ass turtles and coral. They're pretty lame. Yeah. So, um, but in that split second, you know, so like, yeah. So for me, no, nah, I love Taika like crazy. I love you like crazy. I love our family like crazy. I think it's so awesome. Um, but, uh, there are little things and little times where if we didn't have Taika or, if we were just that much more well off that we could have two or three babysitters on rotation, it wouldn't really hold us back. No, I don't want two or three babysitters on rotation. Why? I don't want strangers with my son. Why not? What if they're really good at taking care of kids and they look great in bikinis? <laughs> Wait, what? What? Sorry, I'm just laughing because I could hear my mom trying to hold Taika from coming in here. <laughs> and I can hear both of them arguing. So I don't know if you guys caught that. But then you did bring back my inten my attention by saying something about looking good in bikinis. The fuck? The fuck? The fuck? What are you talking about? Who looks good in bikinis? Oh, like the guy? The guy babysitter? No, girl. Girl baby. Guys, we all know girls are just a way superior species and they do things way better than guys do, right? So we wouldn't want to hire second class like people. I know, but I want to look at hot people. people and girls. I want to look at girls. a hot guy. You want to look at a hot guy? Mm -hmm. That's fine. We can hire a hot guy just to be a statue. But then I think the babysitter, the one that like comes in and really takes care of the baby and is in our bedroom a lot and then helps change our sheets and maybe even my underwear. Um, I think that should be a girl. So you want another girl? Is that what you're saying? So I'm not enough for you? I want a baby girl. No, no, no. No. A girl to change your underwear. And no, it's for Taika. But why is she changing your underwear? Sometimes your mom changes my underwear. What? Yeah. Explain that process. Sometimes my underwear's dirty, it needs to be changed. How does you how does that process work? I take it off, I throw it in the hamper, and then if she's doing like Taika's laundry, she's, she's just not changing it for you, she's washing it. Ch changing washing tomato no. tomato. Hey, no. Right now when we're talking about hot people, I need to know the fucking clear cut black and white rules, okay? Okay. And what are they? No hot girls. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't really care. I think I've hit that point in my life right now where I'm so um, I don't know. I'm so confident in us. I know who you are as a person. I know who I am as a person, which I'm really proud of. I didn't know how much I didn't know myself before, but now I have a much greater grasp of who Giovanna is. That, um, yeah, I, I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, oh, hot person. Yeah, that is a hot person. You know, I, I know. Just, no, I'm just kidding. I know you're kidding. No, but, but I think the main thing what I'm saying is I think it'd be cool to to have like a backup babysitter, though, so that it does expand the things we're able to do and the things you're able to test. When he's older, for sure, I'm going to have all like that even stuff. like the whole Vegas thing, which is like a real like hypothesis we're trying to have. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say an actual consideration. Yeah, Because if we go there, we could instantly increase our income by like 10 to 20 percent. Oh, I know. Because and then, of the taxes. So we could increase the taxes or increase our income by 10, 20 percent and we drop our mortgage by like 50 percent <gasps> so imagine how much extra cash is just floating around right so that's freaking awesome well when you put it like that fuck then we could probably honestly without even going through like a fine tooth comb just through basic math we could probably go 
We can move to Vegas right now and buy your mom a house. Right now. Okay, well, we're really going to consider this shit now. We're really going to look into this. So we have to get, that's what I'm talking about, the babysitter that has the see-through bikini to watch Tyka. See-through fucking bikini? What the fuck? To, to, uh, to make sure. I don't want to see if she's hiding any COVID in there. To make You can't sure. hide COVID like that, stupid. Really? I hate you. <laughs> Even though I just finished talking about how I'm so fucking secure with myself now. You're like, see-through bikini. The fuck? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but yeah, man, this is some shit that we've been talking about. Like, this is this is the mindset that we've been in. TikTok and fucking Nevada. Because these are the moving. These are the uh, <laughs> these are some real conversations for a lot of people. A lot of people. I think in, I think last year, California alone, um, eighteen percent of people that moved to Idaho were from California. Because so, it's just California ain't treating us right, man. Yeah, so a lot of people are just the moving. taxes are stupid, like. The house prices are stupid. Like all of it is just so stupid. The rules are stupid. They've been calling Colorado the second California because so many people move there. People have been moving to Austin, Texas. Yeah. Texas at one. Uh, Colorado, Idaho. I've even, seen Utah. I've even seen Utah too. Let's go to Montana then. We got friends out there. Oh, Montana. Montana. What's up, Montana? But you know what's cool about Vegas? I don't want to sell Vegas too hard because everyone else is going to move there. We've been talking about Vegas for too long, so well, what it's I too late. But what I really like about Vegas too is literally the best chefs in the world are there. And you know I'm a foodie. And DJs. So from A to Z, when it comes to cuisine, they have everything. Street tacos, you got that covered. You want some Asian food? There's a whole Asian town there. If you want to get like super romantic date where we land on a helicopter pad at the top of the casino and go down. You can do that down. here too, by the way. But it's a pain in the ass. How so? You just book it the same way you would book it in Nevada. I know, but it's a pain in the ass because there's not that many places that have it. Oh. Over there, I literally call Aria. Oh, you're booked? Okay, cool. Uh, Encore, are you booked? Okay, cool. Bellagio, are, are you booked? And they have the best of the best. How come you've never done it for me then? Because we don't live there, baby. We don't got to get the girl with the see-through bikini, test it out, <laughs> test her out you too, and then see if we, like, if we like it and then we move there. I'm over this conversation. I'm over <laughs> you. I just want to say thank you to our sponsors. We're ending this right now. Not, for, not We're just ending this episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't get ahead of myself. Shout out to our sponsor, Ancestry. Find out what your DNA says about genetic risk with Ancestry Health. Head to our URL at Ancestry.com slash bail, B-E-A-W, to get your Ancestry Health Kit today. That's Ancestry.com slash bail. And thank you to Molecule for 10% off your first air purifier order. Visit M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E dot com and at checkout enter bail 10, B-E-A-W 10. Thank and you guys. Sorry. And last but not least, don't forget to check out Barbell Brigade. We just dropped a brand new line, our underdog collection. Go check that out. August 19th, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We got tees, tanks, fleece, shorts, joggers, all kinds of dope gear. Barbellbrigade.com. Okay. And there we go. Thank you guys so much for listening. See you soon.